0: And welcome to Dawson's Critique. I'm Erin Hensley. And I'm Julia Callahan. And we are two
1: former college roommates and current BFFs who have loved Dawson's Creek since episode one first aired on the WB all those years ago.
0: Join us for this spoiler free podcast as we break down one episode
1: every week. We're going to reminisce about our memories of the show and tell you stories of how Dawson's Creek defined
0: our generation. Today we discuss season three, episode five, Indian Summer. Oh, yeah. Isn't it a hot one? Man, it's a I hot one. I did look up once. I was like, is that like are we supposed to not say that anymore? I, it, I kind of had that same feeling. I haven't been there they don't know what the origin of that is.
1: Okay. Okay. So, all right. So, uh written by our gal Gina Fattore and whoop. whoop. whoop, whoop. <laughs> she She's so nice. <laughs> she's so great. Um and Tom Capinos, um also directed by Lou Antonio. Um, This one originally aired on October 27th, 1999. So the description from Wikipedia, this one's a little more manageable than normal. (laughs) Um, Dawson gets increasingly annoyed when Eve won't give him any details about her mysterious life. He and Pacey set out to find set out to find out more. But Dawson is knocked sideways when he discovers the shocking connection that Eve has to Jen. Joey's misgivings about her slimy boss Rob lead to her gate-crashing his date with Andy, but her goodwill backfires when Rob later fires her. Meh, does it backfire? Yeah. Um, Jen deceives Jack deceives Jen in his effort to set her up on a date with Henry, one of his teammates. That's right. it. It's pretty accurate. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure. Okay, little histories, mysteries. Um, here we are again, Aaron. The New York Yankees have uh. swept the Atlanta Braves mm. to win the World Series. And my heart is in pieces yet again because the <laughs> Yankees won something. And I hate it when that happens. Um, the Braves are in the National League? The Braves are in the National League, yes. Oh. Yeah, National League East. Yeah. Mm. Huh. And they were good back then. They were good. I know n- no one cares, but... They were and they were fun to watch. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, October 29th, 1999, a super cyclonic storm impacts Orissa, India, killing approximately 10,000 people. Wow. Yeah.
0: That is yeah. bananas. <laughs> that is so many people. God. Yeah. I mean, that um, tsunami killed more, right? I don't know. I don't In know how many. Two thousand and four. I mean, I yeah. know it was
1: it was very yeah. devastating. Yeah. Ooh. And then on a, these are not like none of these are happy. Um. <laughs> I mean, the Yankees. I I have perspective, so I understand that the Yankees are. It's not as bad as killing ten thousand people. <laughs> um. But this one also, uh, October thirty one, nineteen ninety nine, Egypt Air flight nine ninety traveling from New York City to Cairo crashes off the coast of Nantucket, killing oh, all. I tw- remember that. Mm-hmm, killing all two hundred and seventeen on board the ntsb which i don't know what it stands for um national transportation safety board there you go uh, reports that the co-pilot gamil al-batoudi um deliberately cl- crashed the plane however egyptian authorities dispute this claim how would they determine
0: that i don't know i <laughs> i would dispute that claim as well yeah
1: um so, the number one movie in the country is The Best Man, starring Tay Diggs and uh, Nia Long.
0: Nice. Yeah.
1: Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. And here we are. At the know, number I've one. i been waiting. For the first of 12 weeks is none other than Smooth by Santana, featuring oh, Rob Thomas. my God.
0: I forgot that, that they tried to convince us I was a banger. This is like one of the times the boomers <laughs> ruin shit. For for us, they are like, Isn't this song so good? And you're like, It's not. It's and, not good. And it's
1: number one for 12 weeks. And yeah, you couldn't constantly. escape it. I mean, like I said last week, I'm still sick of it from 1999. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It comes on and I'm like, No thanks. That shit comes on in like an elevator and you're like, Get me out of here. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like, Nope um so want to just remind everyone real quick that our interview with gina fattori is now up on our feed um it is full of spoilers like full of spoilers <laughs> but we had such a good time with gina she was smart and funny and she shed light on stuff that like we didn't even realize we needed light shed it on no yeah and um yeah so check that out if you haven't already okay aaron Oh, we open in Dawson's room. In Dawson's room. And boy, boy, is it hot in Dawson's room. (laughs) Like for how rich they are, it's unbelievable that they don't have AC. It's like, man, it's a hot
0: one.
1: You know, like seven inches from the midday sun. Kind of. (laughs) And Dawson and Paisley are like sweating. Um... D- yes. Casey puts the fan in front of him and pretends to be Luke Skywalker, as anyone
0: sane does. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And like Dawson's like at his desk working on an essay, <laughs> and they have a movie on. Casey's like, this is the worst movie night ever. Yeah.
1: And he's like, didn't we used to have like two cute girlfriends? Like, what's (laughs) what's going on? And Dawson responds, that was a galaxy a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. And I just really (laughs) needed to note here that for a show that is about a teen boy that is obsessed with movies, this show rarely makes us deal with Star Wars. And I would really just like to thank it for that. Um, yeah
0: definitely I mean
1: I, I'm sure some of you love Star Wars and I'm I want that for you I love that for you um but I feel like all the time when like bi- <laughs> boys are film nerds it's all about Star Wars and I'm I am there.
0: I, I'm gonna admit something so bar- embarrassing to you mm-hmm. I was actually talking to my friend the other day about like trying to watch the Mandalorian and <laughs> our, fr- our friend worked on it okay and I was like there's just too much canon I cannot get into Star Wars yeah. I was like Give me a Star Trek. I'm fucking in. That okay. property's way better.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Would you like uh, me to admit something to you, which is that I'd like none of them? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about any of them. I have seen a uh, star, like maybe like four Star Wars movies just because I've gotten
0: dragged to them or.
1: Right, right, right.
0: I mean, I think I've seen them all one time. Okay. Well, none of the like spinoffs yeah nope no I just it's, it's not flat, my thing. it's weird and like yeah anyways like the most recent one they're like yeah one the the lead shot of the trailer was a black man can you believe it I'm like it's fucking 2017 and I'm supposed to be stoked about that <laughs> yeah. you should be okay. embarrassed <laughs> okay white film nerd dude yeah, yeah. Yeah. You said that out loud. <laughs> <laughs>
1: can you hear yourself? I will say that oftentimes when there are Star Wars premieres, I, when coming back from the gym, because my gym is in yeah. Hollywood, um, I get stuck behind them mm-hmm. and have mm-hmm. been rerouted around the Millennium Falcon more than one time. I'm um, <laughs> <laughs> just going to say, because also I can never remember that it's happening. So. You know, but that's just life in Los Angeles.
0: I know, for reals, for reals. <laughs> so,
1: anyway, so back to Cape Side.
0: Yeah. Dawson. So we find out Dawson's, ha- he's having to write a film or a paper on a film noir. Film and noir, he's, like, really yeah. struggling with it. And Pacey kind of, like, breaks it down for him. Yeah. He's like, look, Dawson, you can't understand film noir because you aren't that type of person. You are, yeah. like, the only person that would never be you know swindled by the thought of sex you know right he says film noir is
1: the the cinema of cynicism
0: mm-hmm.
1: and like you know while pacey he calls himself the walking talking embodiment of the fallible protagonist which i would like to note that cuz i'm not sure that that's true or yeah. perhaps it is true but um you know pacey's kind of like you do not fall for any of this stuff yeah like you don't sex is not alluring to you in that way that like whereas someone like me would sell your soul for the slimmest chance of getting some and I'm like is that Pacey's actual character or is that the character that Pacey projects
0: or that like Dawson makes him think he is yeah or that and also like you know a lot of Dawson's like you know, aversion to like the pursuit of sex is more fear because he's never had sex. Sure. So I'd want I'd wonder how his character will be after he does. After he has sex for the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Presuming
1: that happens sometime on the show. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um so Dawson then like Paisley's like, you know what? I'm over this. I'm gonna go to my dad's air conditioned car. <laughs> Uh, well Dawson
0: first says to Pacey like I just don't understand how this lead guy wouldn't know that the hottie is framing him oh right right
1: (laughs) and you're kind of like and then Pacey's like like, meta
0: meta yeah
1: (laughs) true true oh shit I forgot my my glass (laughs) my my water glass is plastic today it's not glass <laughs> that's what I've been banging on recently, y'all,
0: yeah yeah, so yeah, pacey leaves for the a c of his dad's squad car, yeah, and I' like totally like oh my when God. In high school, you're like, let's just go for a drive, well,
1: like my f- most many of my apartments ha- in l a have not had air conditioning, yeah, 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 and like totally. I have definitely just gone and driven around so that I could just be in air conditioning for a while, yeah,
0: that's like the whole reason why malls exist exactly.
1: Totally, so then Dawson looks out the window, yeah, of his room, and he sees this flashlight in Jen's house, and yeah. he immediately calls the police, which Dawson we do we not do anymore,
0: we know that's Dawson's vibe. <laughs>
1: We don't do that. So we go there. Then we like cut over and there's this like film noir music. This like <laughs> yeah. saxophony kind of music that's kind of come like, back throughout the episode. Yeah, yeah
0: totally. And it's like extra like dark outside. <laughs> and you it's know? like everything's
1: tilted. Like the camera yeah. lens is tilted and the shadows fall across Dawson. And we see someone jump out the window. He's like coming up the side of Grams's house. Yeah. And we see someone jump out the window and it turns out it's Eve. It's Eve and then he's i mean
0: like, i'm like admire Dawson, dawson's ballsiness if you think someone's breaking into a house would you go check on it i mean i'm a woman so no i wouldn't <laughs> right, but like right. to put myself in the mind of a white man i'm like i don't think dawson's that ballsy yeah i don't know i mean that is a ballsy move i'm I, you know okay a, a robber they could have like a weapon or something sure sure
1: so Dawson says or Eve's like, "Hey Dawson," and Dawson. then we cut immediately to the credits.
0: <laughs> and so when we come back, Eve is in Dawson's room and yeah. he wants to know what is happening. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "The police are on their way." <laughs> and she <laughs> And you're like, "That's not a threat to her." Right. And
1: she, like, right, exactly. She gives him this fake story about how her and Jen are having this, like, torrid love affair. And Dawson's like, I saw you breaking and entering.
0: Yeah. And Eve's
1: kind of like, not even the suggestion of teen lesbianism will, like, get you off my case.
0: <laughs> I know. She kind of is, like, reiterating what Pacey was saying. You yeah, know?
1: yeah. And then she's kind
0: of like, well, let's just make out, Dawson, since, yeah. since I'm here. Like, you want to have sex? Yeah. And he's just like, he's like, what is your deal? Yeah. Like, he just is like, I don't understand what the fuck is happening and like again reminds her like the police are coming if you don't tell me like you're gonna have to tell the police and she's like I've got a four letter word for you (laughs) (laughs) p-s-a-t and you're like there's just more four letters but okay
1: (laughs) also I also I don't really know she's like I'm gonna out you for what you did and I'm like well what did he exactly did he do
0: (laughs) I guess he was in possession of it yeah, but like, can you prove that? Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, nothing about like, no one knows that the test was stolen, so it doesn't even matter, you know. Like, how yes. could Dawson prove that Eve did it other right. than like he's a quote good guy? So like, the Witter <laughs> family won't believe him, you know. Right. But um, yeah. yeah, it's it's a weird, but it it is like it's more like to me the way I feel is like Eve knows she can manipulate this good guy because he did something bad, you know, totally. And cause he's like, you stole it. And she's like, yeah. And you took it to your sweet Valley high extras. You know, you call friends.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. In 1999, did you like, totally like, like get a kick out of that? Like you were like, yeah. Oh my God,
0: because she no, was, was, was on sweet Valley State. high. Same kind of joke as when Pacey's like, Yeah, no, he did all those Mighty Ducks movies. <laughs> <In> <laughs> totally, the <tension> totally. <laughs> yeah, I know, like fir-
1: I totally remember. It's like the first time you were like, Oh my god, I get the pop culture reference because, like, yeah. I watched that show. Um, and so then, of course, there's a knock at the door, and yeah. Dawson goes there, and it's, Hey, it's Doug Witter, he's uh, back. Oh, gosh. Here's Doug Winter. Um, He's got a flashlight
0: that he's looking around Dawson's house with because none of the lights are on. Yeah, know it doesn't make sense. Did, wouldn't Dawson say someone was breaking into the Lindley, the Ryan household? Yeah. 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 Why is Doug looking around Dawson's house? And Doug knows Dawson, the Leary. So he'd be like, hey, anyways, whatever. Yeah. Okay. And Dawson's and,
1: like, I thought I saw something, but it turns out it was just Jen sneaking in the totally window. He totally
0: sells Jen out. I <laughs> Why would he do
1: that? Uh, <laughs> why are you? Doing, why are you gonna sell Jed out for something she didn't even do?
0: She didn't do. <laughs> <laughs> you just be like, I thought I saw something, but it it wasn't. It, wasn't. it was a raccoon. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. know if they have those on in the cave, right, but right. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> and so then Doug's like, "Well, are you sure about that, Dawson?" And he's like, "Yep." And then Doug leaves. Yeah, and then and, Dawson
0: like skips up to his room, <laughs>
1: and, Eve and Eve is Eve's of course gone. gone.
0: Yeah, yeah of, course. of course. How do you think that she would still be there? No,
1: and we and we get this like another crooked shot of his window and that like noir See? saxophony music.
0: Yeah, it's
1: so. I mean, funny. it's like I said, I there's a lot of notes that say noir saxophony music in this. Yeah. In my notes. <laughs> um.
0: So,
1: so then we go by the creek to the cutest scene. The cute. The best. The best storyline in this episode. We love it so yeah. much. Also, Gina told us that she wrote it, so. <laughs> I know, <laughs> Makes yeah. sense. So Jen and Jack are laying outside looking at, like, the stars. They're on a blanket.
0: Like, they're kind of, like, in the same spot where Joey and Jack had their first date.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just next to the river, like, yeah. you know.
0: And Jack wants to leave, and Jen's like, what? This is the perfect night, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. And- Jack's like, no way, Jen. You def want to be hanging out with someone else.
1: Right. He says <laughs> lying in the su- grass on a hot Indian summer with your gay best friend is your defi- n- definition of perfect. And she, he says it all sarcastically. And, and John, Jen honestly is like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is like the best
0: time of my life.
1: Right. And I'm like, OK, Jack, hey, number one, I would kill to see my gay best friend right now. I yeah. want to squeeze his face. And yeah. yeah, yeah. Never let him go. And also, number two, this sounds like a great night. I mean, this sounds like a great night. Number three, this also was pretty much like just trade in the grass and the creek for (laughs) For sand sand. and a beach. And this was Julia in high school in the back of a pickup truck.
0: Totally. You know, so. Yeah. And, and, you know, Jack's like, who would you want to be here with? And like Jen's like Matt Damon.
1: (laughs) Okay, I looked it up. That we were in Talented Mr. Ripley, Matt Damon, yeah.
0: just post Goodwill Hunting, yeah, Matt yeah, Damon. Yeah. That's when they like popped off. It's like right around like when they just won the Oscar. Yeah,
1: they had won the Oscar maybe like a year and a half before. Yeah. This was not stand up for sexual abusers and play main characters about um, China in movies about China, Matt Damon.
0: Um, yeah, you yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> so there we yeah. go <laughs> and, jack- and jack jack laughs and then she's like okay fine ben affleck and again it's like Ugh. Um, yeah and i want to say this was the year that ben affleck
1: was in 200 cigarettes which is a great uh, movie that i feel like does not get mentioned enough
0: <laughs> uh, that movie's so good they like of kate hudson's first movies. kate
1: hudson martha plimpton jay moore i watched the trailer christina, last night. christina ricci and gabby hoffman yeah jay uh i said jay moore there oh paul rudd um yeah. Just, like it's star-studded.
0: It's star-studded and so
1: amazing. So good. Um, and so Jack's like doesn't really comment on his attraction to either of those dudes. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I was thinking more in the realm of possibility. And then kind of says, you know, Henry, for instance.
0: <laughs> and Jen just laughs. Like, she's like, why are you trying no. to make me like Henry? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, nah, I'm already sleeping with the hottest guy on the football team. <laughs> I love it yeah because it's so cute and she's like i used to be so envious of joey and dawson and their friendship and their Mm -hmm. history and then jack's like yeah and then romance came and fucked it all up (laughs) right right. and jen says you know that's like
1: what's so great about us is that like sex is never going to get in the way yeah um and right at that very moment where she says sex will never come between us the sprinklers go on (laughs) And soak them to
0: the bone, which <laughs> so cute. I think when
1: it's hot like that, that's all you want.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like, I almost was wondering, like, is this actually what they were doing is lying in <laughs> the grass and tell the sprinklers, come on, Waiting you know, like sprinklers. a little game for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. That sounds like a good idea.
1: Yeah. So we go to the next day and Joey's like working the
0: docks and yeah, like she... scrubbing a boat. And yeah. Rob is like hella creeping on her.
1: He like brings her a soda yeah so that she, she doesn't pass like, out and i'm like okay first like, of all if you want to hydrate people don't bring them soda
0: i know and then she's just like no thank you i don't fucking trust you and yeah. he's like come on i don't want you to pass out like my dad would hate that like so would like <laughs> osha <laughs> yeah i don't think rob
1: cares about osha but um he's like how can it be 7:30 and this hot and then takes off his shirt and I throws it throws on it to joey, joey gross
0: and joey's just straight up like if i didn't need money i wouldn't put up with this she like (laughs) picks it off with the end of a broom and like hands like she
1: won't even touch it which is great no one can do a scowly face like katie holmes it's like quite amazing i know and then she yeah she lays out like i really only have this job because my sister and nephew need the money and i'm supporting them so i guess i have to choose to look the other way when you're like inappropriate like this like fuck you And then Rob, completely ignoring her discomfort. Yeah. He's like, so are we going to go to a movie tonight? And she's like, is this the part of our workday where you get inappropriate? Like, great. Thank, you know. Yeah. Like I didn't, like I needed this to just get through my fucking day. (laughs) And then she says, ask me again in two years when I'm legal. When I'm legal. (laughs)
0: And Rob's like, you I know, like he's so gross. He's, he's gross. like, another girl would like jump at this chance. And you're just like, the layers of toxic masculinity. Are it's deep, so much. Deep. It's so much. Because it's like, okay, sure. But I'm not. Right. So go ask mm-hmm. the other girl. Yeah. Go look for that other girl. Yeah. Like, I, so I, I don't care. I'm not in competition with other women. If some woman wants to put up with your sketchy ass behavior, that's like, I cannot even think about that right now. <laughs> yeah.
1: As I'm trying to complete my job that you're paying me
0: for. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, And then Rob soaks her with the hose after she
0: repeatedly says stop. Yeah. Which well, he doesn't. She so starts spraying the hose at her and she's fucking pissed because she probably washed her hair that day. I'd be so fucking mad. I know. And then... He's like, she's like, stop it. And he's like, you're so uptight. And it's just like, this is the thing. Men get to be the arbiter of like, who's uptight or not. And use that against someone. No, she's not uptight. You're doing something she doesn't like. Right. And she's telling you she doesn't like it. She's telling you to
1: stop. Yeah. Fucking stop that. Like, that's the thing, right? I hate Rob. He's a terrible person, obviously. But like, like, I really do feel like this story is like a good an interesting portrayal of how oppressive sexual harassment is for women who have to like endure it and deal with it in the workplace. Like all of us do like, because I feel like part. Okay, go ahead. Well, cause I feel like Joey pointing out that like, I have to have this job to fucking support my family who needs it right now. And I have to deal with your shit in order to have this job. And she doesn't feel like she has many options. Like, I feel like that's really as much as I want that to not be true.
0: I feel like, that is true for a lot of people. Well, that's my problem. I just think that it completely normalizes it. Just like this is what happens and Joey can't do anything. Yeah. I mean,
1: I want her to be able to do something else, but I I mean, and I, I know that she could probably go to OSHA or go to someplace like that, but I think a teenage kid that doesn't have – you know, like yeah, my mother was out. in HR. So she probably would have told me to do that if I came home and told her a story like this. Yeah. but like, totally. And I'm guessing there's not HR at this family run business. So it's like, no, what? she would have to
0: go to the labor board right. and like, and to like an, a, like ambulance chaser lawyer, you know, yeah, yeah. which is whatever. But yeah, I mean, it, it's hard because like, I, I know these things happen sure. for sure. I don't like that. We're always told we're, we see this representation from youth as women and yeah. that we're helpless to it. Yeah,
1: I agree. Also, Rob was wearing cargo shorts,
0: <laughs> and he's not even hot.
1: No. He's pretty gross. Like, I
0: mean, I don't think that that gives it a pass. That's not what I'm saying. But like, right. they're trying to make it like, oh, he's just this hot guy, and like, he takes off his shirt, and you like, he's got a beer belly. Yeah. Like, I Which I know. did. Like,
1: I mean, beer bellies are great, but no, no, it's, yeah, it's
0: just like a funny storytelling yeah, about yeah. it. The whole thing is really interesting. You know, it's like, like I think that's why it's normalized. It's like no, it's just like any guy will do it. It's yeah, like a rich, a rich white yeah, dude. Totally, any dude will do it. Totally. <laughs> Um, so, so then, then we, we go to get like a we, boring montage of Dawson trying to find Eve.
1: Yeah, it's intercut between these two scenes, and the song that's supposed to be playing over it is Swim by Madonna. Mm. Um, and it's like he's so there are two scenes that sort of intercut yeah. together.
0: Like it, talking to the owner of the bar the strip slash club. strip club. Yeah, looking for Eve, and the registrar at school. Um,
1: yeah. to look up her records and so the strip club guy Dawson calls Eve a tall leggy blonde genetically engineered to corrupt the male species which I'm like first of all I feel like that describes many women at yeah. the strip club
0: yeah and yeah, second yeah.
1: of all I really hate that description
0: I know <laughs> and it's not even a valid one for Eve it's like no yeah. all stomach
1: <laughs> all stomach nothing but it um <laughs> And then at school, like the computer comes up for having no record for Eve Whitman. It yeah, turns like out the
0: she. The like, wait, this is a really good friend of yours and you don't know any of her classes or anything right. about her. You right. know? But yeah, we can't, the registrar can't find anything about Eve Whitman. Yeah. And the bartender's like, wait, you're 16. So if you were here that doesn't check out if eve is a classmate of yours then all these things mean my business is closed so kick rocks little kid
1: (laughs) yeah i excuse me i wrote he's uh he's basically the human embodiment of that mariah carey i don't know her gif um (laughs) it's like don't know don't know what you're talking about please get out of this place before it opens and My thing is, I'm pretty, I'm pretty much guessing that her name is not Eve Whitman.
0: I know. I think she made it up
1: and she seems to have disappeared. So
0: it's like, again, Dawson's like, how could a guy fall for this? And you're like, (laughs) I mean, you don't know anything about her and you're still assuming her name's Eve Whitman. Whitman. (laughs) Okay. So yeah, we then cut to Jack and Henry in the school, and they're walking to pra- talking about walking to practice. And oh god, Jen's walking through the hall, sucking on no a popsicle.
1: <laughs> yes, she is. She is. And like as they see her, long way down the hall, Jack's like, "Just be like cool, man. Like just you ask just her out. Go
0: talk to her. Ask her out. Like come on. Yeah, like, you know, like come on." And Henry calls Henry's her like, perfect thing yeah yeah. which, which I, I really it's just not that easy like she's yeah perfect and you're like ugh.
1: and then Jen or oh, then Jack says if you think she looks good in that you should see her in a towel which I kind of think is a funny fuck like Jen fucking or Jack fucking with Henry. Uh-huh. I think that's kind of funny, but also I kind of hate it too. Yeah, it's um, expensive, Jen. Right, yeah. exactly. Um, And then Jen has one of those like red, white, and blue rocket popsicles that you get from yeah, like yeah, the ice cream man. Yeah. And yeah. she comes up and is like, the ice cream man's outside, guys. Like, yeah, like and then the she's greatest like, day ever. Do you want to lick? <laughs> and they both,
0: like Henry, like, just like, they're like, Ugh. Henry's like, Ugh. yeah, you know, <laughs> and Jen's just like, Okay. Um, see ya.
1: <laughs> see ya, boys. <laughs> and it, it, Henry's kind of like when she leaves. Henry's like, see, see, do you see what I do? Like, I just like my hard drive crashes when she gets near me. And like, if I asked her out, I'd probably like hurl all over her, like that kid in South Park. Um, which there's one of them that pukes whenever like all he likes talks to him. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. South Park cool. was real big in '99. It came out in '97 so yeah yeah
0: I remember watching it for sure Um, but this was like
1: peak for our generation I know there were other peaks after us um
0: so Jack's like you know what if you didn't have to ask her out yeah and Henry's like (gasps) you could get her to ask me out I love feminism
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay someone someone please pass Henry and Andrea Dork before
0: it's too late (laughs) um and Jack's like Jack's like laughs and is like (laughs) no no no, no, no. That's definitely not happening. The most that could happen is I lie to Jen and put the two of you at the same place at the same time. Yep. I'll call it kismet. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: I hate this. Um yeah. this is the and like this is the same thing that Joey did to Jack in the Psychic Friends episode. And I'm yeah. kind of like, Jack, you've had this done to you before. I feel like yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, totally. It's super fucked up. And the thing is, like, we're gonna get to it later, but Henry just thinks Jen's hot. Right. Like the only things he says about her is like, she's so beautiful. Yeah. And like, he's allowed to think that, but that's not a, like, that's not a match. (laughs) (laughs) Sure isn't. Sure isn't. (laughs) Like what? You just want to be with someone who only can say like that you're hot. Like, okay. Like, I I mean, that can be a component, but like, you know.
1: I also do feel like when you're young, sometimes that you think that that's true. The person you're very attracted to, like you're definitely meant to be rather than like we have anything at all in common and could talk about something for more than two seconds.
0: Yeah. I mean, identifying lust is not really talked about or discussed, (laughs) but it's very important that you do that. Yeah, exactly. It's a real
1: painful road when you don't know how to do that. (laughs)
0: So, so then we cut to, oh, God, all cops are bastards. You're writing <laughs> t- parking tickets, <laughs> which can, like, really destroy someone's life yes. in L.A. They cost, oh like, God. almost $100, and it is a tax on the poor because poor people tend not to have, like, uh, reserved parking. Sure. Uh, yeah, I uh, used to get a
1: lot of parking tickets before I had reserved parking. Um, yep. yep. And um, Do- Dawson Dawson's, like... I'm working on this screenplay and it's a film noir and I'm like stuck on the part where the hero is trying to find the femme fatale and he's like, you know, how would a law enforcement professional go about finding someone who doesn't want to be found? (laughs) And Doug tells Dawson to stake out the laundromat because everyone's got to do their laundry at
0: some point. So uh yeah doug's like everyone needs to do their laundry at some point and i'm like eve doesn't wear clothes she only wears bathing suits <laughs> you can wash that in a sink um
1: yep. <laughs> but so then we cut to dawson staking out the laundromat because he of course <laughs> takes doug Witter's advice um and i was also like is there there's only one laundromat in all of capeside like i
0: know what's happening <laughs>
1: okay. i have a lot of questions on the size of capeside um I think about it a lot. Sometimes it seems very big and sometimes it seems sometimes very small. Really small. Yeah. So then Pacey comes up with his cargo shorts, Tevas, <laughs> Tevas. and he's got a soda for
0: Dawson. And, and he finds Dawson on the bench and he thinks Dawson's lame. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. And, and he's like, look, some people are, you just have to admit, some people are going to come into the movie of your life and there's going to be a day player and yep. they're going to know their lines and leave. Yep. 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 And Dawson can't imagine life's that simple right like he just
1: can't he's you know he's like Paisley's kind of like these sometimes these people are going to remain like a, an impenetrable mystery to you and like that just has to be okay and then Paisley proposes that they go rent a film noir and he specifically says that they should rent <laughs> wild, things, wild Things where
0: <laughs> Matt Dillon
1: has a threesome with Nev Campbell and Denise Richards I was like laughing so hard
0: Dawson is lured by sex yeah in a movie and <laughs> but also Pacey calls Denise Richards that the chick girl from Star Starship Ship Troopers, Troopers because that's one
1: of my all-time favorite movie that is a great movie that is also the level of fame Denise Richards did not have at this point in life <laughs> um, it was like Nev oh yeah Matt Dillon, Nev Campbell and that other girl yeah yeah exactly yeah <laughs> and then Pacey's like my brother gave you the
0: laundromat speech didn't he that's why you're <laughs> sitting here and Dawson laughs, and then they like walk away. And as they're walking, Pacey's like, Oh, there she is. And they see Eve walking up to the ice cream stand to yeah. also get the rocket popsicle. Uh huh. Sure. <laughs> and they hide behind the fountain. Yeah. <laughs> and Pacey's like, No, no, you shouldn't have listened to Doug. You should listen to my dad. Let's tail her. Yeah.
1: So. They're going to follow this girl. Okay. It's so funny. So then we go to the docks where Joey's working and the service bell rings and it's Rob asking for service.
0: And he's like,
1: you know, will you fill up the gas tank on my boat? Because like I'm on a date and I want to don't want to get all gas all over myself.
0: Yeah. And Joey's grossed out and he (laughs) he admits is another high school student. Well, first (laughs) he says, um.
1: When he says, I'm on a date, she says, mm-hmm. so I smell, which I think is a really underrated line. Yeah. <laughs> and she tells him that he may have gone overboard on the CK1. And I just want to say, like, <laughs> so, you know, my friend Genevieve, who I'm staying with, um, she... Two different times that I was watching this, once while I was just watching it and once while I was taking notes on it, Uh um, she like walked through the room while I was watching it. (laughs) And both times she was like, CK1, man, (laughs) remember CK1?
0: How could I forget? And she was
1: like, do, she wants to know, she thinks you might know the answer, Aaron, is, do they still make
0: unisex sense like CK1? I mean, they still make CK1. Um, they have some unisex scents, but I think the market for perfume became so saturated with um, celebrities. Oh. And they make so much money off of it. Yeah. They make so many of those celebrity ones that they, they became more gendered. Okay. And there's not that many like perfume brands. Right. Okay. You know, or, yeah. there we go
1: so yeah so then Rob starts telling Joey about the girl he's dating and he's like she's about your age and I'm like oh so a crime then that's what I know (laughs)
0: he's like I only go for young girls yeah I'm just like I'm sorry we need to dismantle this immediately yeah like I just think everyone needs to tell their friends if they're dating someone young I I won't talk to you anymore yeah you continue this
1: yeah it's disgusting um yeah and Joey kind of gives a great quip back at him which is like don't tell me you actually found someone so insecure that she would fall for your minor league humbert humbert impersonation and i was like that whoo what a way to call someone a pedophile joey (laughs) it's a great line um and she as she's filling up the gas tank who pops out of the boat
0: andy andy mcphee insecure (laughs) insecure other girl on the show and andy's like oh my god joey hey whoa like i it's so weird i just ran into rob at the country club i was there with my dad and he's thinking about joining and like you know rob went to prep school with my brother and like this is so cool yeah and joey's like where y'all going tonight
1: yeah and And i was like like, joey can be a sister when she really um puts her mind to it i know yeah
0: and andy's like
1: oh we're going to the movies
0: yeah, it's so fucking hot. What else are we going to do? And you're like, yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. I was going to say,
1: I grew up by the beach, and I want to tell you that I never go to the beach when it's hot.
0: <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's when tourists go to the beach. And also, in the summer, why do you think they have all those blockbusters? Because right. you only go to the movie. You'll to, sit through anything.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Warm weather beaches are for when you're in Hawaii or Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So... Rob says something creepy and sexual to Andy as they're like about to leave. And she kind of like flirts back with him and is like, Oh, is that something sexual? And like, then Joey
0: like finishes and pumping the gas and Rob gives her a tip. Well, Andy also is like, Oh, weird. Did to Rob, she's like, did you know that I'm friends with Joey? Oh yeah. And Rob's like, I kind of had an idea. So
1: he's, like, so what, he's trying like trying to make Joey jealous or something?
0: Yeah, and using Andy. Like, he's, like, a creep on all fronts. <laughs> oh, man, like, a creep. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and <laughs> in that scene where, like, he kind of says something sexual to Andy, like, it's hard because, like, I think the show last season let Andy own her sexuality in a way that they didn't let any other character. I agree. And in this one, they're, like, still letting her own it, but, like, kind of showing that she like the pitfalls of like just being a sexual being you know yeah in our in our patriarchy you know because it's like she's totally allowed to be like wanting someone to find her sexy you know and to own it but this guy is like a A a predator yeah he's a a pedophile yeah
1: yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna have a little more to say to that a little bit later in this episode but yeah i agree um and
0: rob like goes goes to to give a tip for the gas and he like grabs joey's tit and she
1: gives and she like takes the because he puts it he puts it in her pocket her breast pocket and she like grabs it out of her pocket and like kind of throws it back at him and is like, "Save it for bail money." Yeah, Fuck for reals.
0: Fuck you. Yeah.
1: So, so we go back to the river at like Jack and Jen's spot, and Henry mm-hmm. is like setting out a blanket and kind of like psyching himself up to talk to Jen, and she comes yeah. up behind him and is like, "Oh, are you okay?"
0: yeah and he like can't and talk he's like stunned again and then he just like word vomits and he's like i just want you to know that you're awesome everything about you is awesome and i just like want you to know that <laughs> and she's like and she's all she's right like, great okay, thanks cool um what what are you doing here and he's like oh, i'm just hanging out what about you and she, and she's like oh i'm waiting for jack <laughs> and he's like um <sighs> Jack's he, not coming. He's like Jack couldn't be here cuz he had like
1: something else going on. And so he sent me instead. <laughs> and Jen's kind of like it's like, "All right. Fuck this." <laughs> Con- well, she's first she says, "Continue." Like, yeah. <laughs> "I'm about to leave, but I will hear out this for one yeah. second longer." <laughs> and she he's like, "You know, Henry's like, well, you know, we kind of thought if we were you and I were both here together, then like it could be sort of like a date, like maybe our first date. (sighs) And if Jen were not already the queen of my heart, she would become it in this moment. (sighs) Because she is like... I know this is new for you, Henry. What are you like? 14. Like <laughs> she's like, kind of ice cold. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's like, I fucked for the first time when I was 12. <laughs> so, and he's like, I'm and 15. And Jen's like, okay. She yeah. says, dating is a consensual activity that usually yeah. involves some sort of pre arrangement. Yep. Next time. Don't st- skip the part where you ask me. And she storms off. Yeah. Good. Normalized consent in all arenas, y'all. Let's do it. Totally. And then we go back to the noir. (laughs) We got some saxophone music. Eve's like the camera's on a tilt. Eve is walking on the docks and Pacey and Dawson are sort of walking on different docks, like watching her.
0: Following her. Mm -hmm. and they watch Eve go onto a boat and like through a screen like you know through the shadow Uh change her clothes yeah it's like backlit (laughs) against super long scene of her changing her clothes (laughs) in in shadow form yeah and then she leaves the boat and she's got like a pink
1: (laughs) oh god um, it's so early on tube tube dress on like it might be made out of like towel material yeah like terry yeah <laughs> yeah yeah
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah also i
1: have a question how many spray bottles full of water do you think they went through in this episode to spray these actors down i know constantly? they're so they're, sweaty like, the soaking whole time wet.
0: it's so fucking funny <laughs> it's hilarious and like um pacey goes to follow eve because yeah. he's like jaw drops and dawson's like wait wait where are you going he's like, <laughs> that girl looks like she needs to be followed and i was yeah. like whoa whoa, see don't be a creep but <laughs>
1: and Dawson's (laughs) like I'm gonna stay here and check out the boat and Basie's like great good (laughs) you do that good job good job (laughs) like I'm following her and Dawson gets on the boat and sees it's like it's messy definitely trashed with like Eve's stuff and snacks Yeah. and then he like finds this picture in a notebook of a blonde woman in Eve's stuff and
0: he takes it with him yeah he grabs it and right when he grabs it oh Doug has pulled a gun on Dawson on Dawson and says, hands up. <laughs> um, oh. We know Doug is very quick to pull a gun. Yeah. But this is why we need to defund the police. <laughs> like Indeed. this situation does not need a gun. It does not.
1: Um, and when we come back, Doug like re- has now realized it's Dawson. And so has put oh, and his- Dawson.
0: Yeah. Dawson puts the photo in his pocket. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. And like, Doug has realized it's Dawson puts the gun down and is like, what are you doing here? Yeah. And Dawson's (laughs) like, well, my friend lives here on this boat. (laughs) Doug's like, Oh, you're friends with an 80 year old couple. (laughs) (laughs) And because like this boat belongs to an 80 year old couple who actually lives in New York and spends the summers in Cape side. And Doug's like, you know, maybe this femme fatale person that you have asked me about is the person we're looking for
0: yeah because
1: sh- someone stole up speedboat stole. a few weeks ago aka the speedboat eve came to pick up dawson in yeah um and in episode one and doug's like so
0: do- doug's like legit like i know you're a good guy but it's obvious what's happening <laughs> so i'm not gonna arrest you i'm not gonna do anything i'm not gonna punish you
1: sure why would we need punishment for good guys um and doug's like do you need to tell me something after all this and right as like you know dawson's like figuring out if he's going to say anything pacey comes (sighs) down the dock (laughs) and doug's like of course my imbecilic little brother has something to do with this (sighs) and And you're like he
0: doesn't he wasn't on the boat i know dawson was on the boat
1: (laughs) And Pacey then dives into the thing that I hate, which is he tells says to Doug, despite Dawson's gap clad appearance, he does not play for Doug's team. Okay. (laughs) And Doug's like, do I have to tell dad on you? (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) And Pacey's like gives this big speech About how one day there's going to be an advocate Cover story about Doug's coming Out and then Pacey yells Or I mean Doug yells I'm not gay At Pacey I mean last time he pulled A gun so we're de-escalating at least A little bit
0: um Yeah, I, I mean, really hate it. I hate that Pacey does that to Doug. Um, I hate that Doug's it's hard. So like, I it. don't like the sentiment of it, obviously. But I, as I said before, like, it's such a sibling thing that if yeah. you know what presses someone yeah. that's your sibling, you're just going to go into it, you <laughs> yeah. know? And so... again it shows doug where doug's like i'm gonna tell dad on you instead of just like he needs to work on just being like this doesn't bother me shut up because then then pacey will just move on to the next thing that's how it fucking works you're you're always going to be made fun of by your siblings like to a certain extent you know i Um, don't but
1: i'm taking your word on it
0: (laughs) i've seen movies
1: and i can make some assumptions so so doug tells him like to leave the dock, and pacey sort of discreetly tells dawson that he lost eve um, yeah, you know he lost sight yeah. of her. So, so we go to the Rialto, which is yeah. now reopened, and they're watching. Joey's. Joey's there. They're watching Blue Streak by Martin Lawrence. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, or with Martin Lawrence, not by yeah. Martin Lawrence. And Joe, yeah, Joey's like looking around the lobby, and she sees Rob in the theater, and she then she finds Andy leaving the bathroom, and so in the yeah. lobby. Andy's he's like her normal chipper self and is like, yeah. oh, my God, like, hey. hey, and we find out that Rob is Senator, quote, Senator Logan's son.
0: I know. And he just was like, oh, my God, I cannot believe I'm on a date with a senator's son, <laughs> Senator Logan's son. <laughs> yeah. He's so he's super rich. I mean, that doesn't matter. But like, it's cool. And he's super hot. And yeah. like, you know, and she like, again, like, she's excited, you know, so like, I don't like I can see why she feels this way for sure
1: sure sure. and Joey like being the feminist hero we want her to constantly be
0: yeah is
1: like Andy Rob Logan is not a good guy like yeah and she's like you know she's like
0: since I've been working at the dog it's been a constant Lear fest
1: yeah she says he's a creep to an exponential degree and Andy is like Look, Joey. Not everyone minds being looked at as a sexual object, and like I have to say, I feel like this is such a journey that women have to go through of breaking down what's acceptable and what is not acceptable, right? Because like we all want to feel sexy and
0: wanted at some point. Yeah. And well, this the McFees because this scene and the next scene are all about how the McFees, the rich people, don't understand that the male gaze is not what it it should be desired you know in the way because andy is like talking like she's like oh no it's nice the male gaze is so nice it gives me confidence you know and um and joey's like "Mm, no this guy's a creep you know well and it's like i mean i think it also speaks to the
1: like rob logan's like a senator's son he like runs a business he's a good guy like you know it's like those things which like don't Mm -hmm. actually make someone a good guy but like in certain sections of society make them like a protected
0: guy class yeah and this is what andy would be reinforced from her dad and her her whole family absolutely
1: and joey's like girl i gotta deal with the real guy and yeah. he's not good. You know,
0: Joey's like, I'm the help. And he, we, we know. we know, we know all your dirty secrets. Goes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? And Andy, Andy just gets mean. And yeah. she's just like, this isn't your area of expertise. Like, you know, like you don't like when guys look at you and you have no, she's like, except for your experience with Dawson and my gay brother, like, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, does Andy just fucked Pacey? What she know? You know, but okay. Well, and what that other guy. Yeah, and Mark, yeah. And Andy's like...
1: But Andy also says to Joey, like, why are you trying to ruin this for me? And, like, there was a part of me that, like, kind of, like, felt Andy there where, like, we've
0: all been that girl at some point that, like, doesn't want to believe that, like... Well, especially since Joey by nature is mean to about everyone. Yeah. So it's hard to believe that, like, you're like, this is just what Joey does. She hates everyone. Right. You know, and it's again, it's complicated, but it's like, that's why it's hard for Andy to believe Joey. Joey hates everyone. Yeah.
1: And and yeah. And Joey kind of is like, you know, Andy, this is not about me. Like, it's not about the fact that I don't have that much
0: experience. It's not about me. And Andy kind of, Joey straight up is like, he walked in on me on my first day when I was changing. Yeah. And – But Joey's like, look, this isn't the way to get over Pacey.
1: Yeah, because Andy says, like, you're still fixated on Dawson. And, like, you freak out if a new guy even looks at you. And then she says, like, staying at home on Friday night isn't going to bring Dawson back. That's what Andy says to Joey. And I was like – First of all, is she staying home on Friday night or is she fucking working every Friday night because she yeah. is the sole breadwinner of a fam an entire family yeah. which like Andy I don't think really knows anything about. <laughs> um, and like Andy tells Joey that she's moving on with her life and like she thought Joey would understand that and be happy for her and then she leaves to go sit down next to Rob.
0: So, so then Joey comes and it doesn't make sense for the timeline because she has the most insane amount of concessions. It's like so many. <laughs> it's like that would take 15 minutes to fill. But OK. Yeah. And and also she doesn't have any money. So and that's probably we're looking at like 40 bucks of for snacks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it's like nachos and sodas and candy, candy and just like everything. And, everything.
0: and, and she like, looks at she plops down in front of Andy and, and next to Andy. And Andy's like not stoked
1: <laughs> yeah but like what a fucking badass joey is like understanding yeah. that this dude is a total creep and being like i don't care how awkward i am making this yeah or I, how much like andy doesn't want me to do this you yeah know? like this guy's a creep and i'm not gonna leave my friend alone with him
0: yeah like Jenny,
1: joey take that energy into every situation girl um yeah. i understand that that's hard to do but <laughs> i'm rooting for you to do it
0: um yeah.
1: and joey's basically like you can psychoanalyze me all you want tomorrow, but like, I'm not going to fucking leave
0: you alone with this guy. Yeah. No way. I'm bouncing with this fucking predator like yeah. near you. And um, she's like, uh, Coke or Diet Coke? I couldn't remember. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And and then Rob is kind of like, what the fuck's happening? And Joey's like, nachos. you know. Yeah.
1: And then Joey gives a speech about how gross nachos are because of the congealed cheesiness. And I'm like, that's blasphemy, girl. Those nachos
0: are great. <laughs> uh for reals i mean they're we're gross, gross but they're great yeah it's yeah, <laughs> like a, they're totally horrible for you and yeah. all chemicals but like damn or that hit the spot we're
1: preferably in a, a baseball helmet um yes
0: and, and extra, and nachos. Game, I would yes. Like. extra um, jalapenos oh yeah uh, um yeah and so we leave it like that and we cut over to um, Grams' house where Jack, you can tell he's still a little bit uncomfortable with his position within the house, you Cause, know? Yeah, because he like apologizes
1: for how much he's like eating since he started football. And he's like, you know, I'm not really
0: earning my keep and I'm like eating you out of house and home. And Grams just is like, no, you're making Jen so happy. And that's like all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. So, of
1: course, right as she says that, the door slams (laughs) and Jen walks in and is fucking pissed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Rightly so. And she's like,
0: how does this work, Jack? Yeah. She's like, you Uh, take... uh Is this the whole uh, football team? Like, are you taking a cut? Like, um, how's how's this this happening? How's this going for you?
1: And then Jack tells her to calm down and that she's overreacting. And Jen's (laughs) Jack survives that moment (laughs) into the next moment. And I just feel like that takes an amazing amount of restraint on Jen's part. The fact that Jack has survived this second of
0: his life. Um, uh, and-, <laughs> and Jack's like, what's the big deal? He's a good guy. Yeah. And Jen's like, hold up. He says
1: he's a nice kid. <laughs> and I'm just like, that doesn't make anyone want to date another person calling him yeah. a nice kid.
0: And so this is the what I was saying earlier is yeah. that the McFees they don't understand that the male gaze as being negative. Right. You know, right. Right. And so to them, it's something that's desirable. And this is a problem that a lot of people have when it's yeah. the male gaze is on women. It's like, yeah. oh, that's a good thing. And so pretty girls like we should that's a they have the male gaze. Lucky them. And you're like, mm. oh, no, because the male gaze in this case is a little kid who cannot control his sexual desires, which Mm -hmm. like we're learning you learn during this period. So I'm giving him space for that. But like, as a result, a woman has to feel like there's a predator around her. And Jen's
1: like, you know, he stares at me like a porn. I'm a pornographic fantasy, which is exactly what you're saying. Like, you know, he's not saying like, oh, my God, you're so smart. And like, we get along so well. And we have so much to talk about. Yeah, it's like, you're so hot and beautiful. And like, you know, I think that we've all been through those phases in young adult life where we're like, Oh, my God, he's so hot, or she's so hot. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, that means they're amazing. And then like, you know, sometimes they are amazing. And sometimes <laughs> they're not amazing. Um, yeah. That's a hard lesson. That is yeah. a hard lesson that you
0: have to learn. You know, and it's just like an agent of the patriarchy to be sure. like, oh, if a man's looking at you, we get as men get to determine who's hot, like what the accepted, you know, idea of hot is. Right. And then we're going to inflict this like real predator vibe on you. Right. Well, and then, <laughs> and also- then we're going to convince other women that that's desirable and something that they should like judge you for being on the receiving end of.
1: Yeah. And then also, hey, that hot guy likes you. You would be crazy to say no to him. Yeah. Or you would be, you know, wrong to say no to him. Not crazy. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. But like, you know, so it like there's like two, you know, there's not, it's not even a double edged sword. There's like many edges. And it's like, yeah. it's like one of those maces that people hurled at each other in the medieval times. It's just fucking yeah. does a lot of damage and is awful.
0: Um, and I find it interesting that the two McPhees in the back to back mm scene are the ones that are like proponents of like perpetuating this, this idea, you know, and that, you know, it's again, this is their upbringing. They're at the very tip top, you know, and Mm -hmm. so like that's what they've been. It's been reinforced and told to them, you Mm -hmm. know, and Mm -hmm. also the way in which they would continue to gain their power, you know, keep their power. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And Jack's like, you know, look, Jen, I didn't take Henry's side. And
0: Jen's yeah, like, Jen's yeah. just straight up like, I told you, Jack, I wasn't interested yeah, yeah. in Henry. And you took his side. And he's like, I did not. And
1: Jen's like, yeah, you did. And you walks did. away. I mean, and yeah. like, good for her for standing up for herself yeah. on this.
0: Yeah. And so we go to Dawson's room, and Eve's there. Yep. And she's Sitting like, the I, want my- I want my picture back. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing here? And it's like, she wants her picture back. (laughs) Also, she's sitting in the window. We're
1: at a tilt. There's saxophone noir music playing. It's just all, we've got it all pumping here. All
0: dark, you know. Mm -hmm. And he's not a light to be found. Dawson's just like, I want answers. I want to know everything. Mm -hmm. And Eve's like, answers are forthcoming. And Dawson's kind of like, you ruined my life. You're amoral. (laughs)
1: and she like tells him she's like oh i ruined your life like i like i turned a dork into a stud in a matter of weeks and this is to the thanks i
0: get and i'm kind of like i mean i don't know if i would put it <laughs> it's that of way a stretch-y, it's a but of a okay okay and um you know and he, dawson's like i saw you like what were you doing in um you know mrs ryan's house yeah. and grams's house and she's like oh i'm amoral well i was stealing money for a bus ticket out of town (laughs) right and then
1: dawson like hurls this shit at her where he's like you know you how could a faded old snapshot mean something to someone as cold and detached as you because really she just wants her fucking picture back and like
0: like, dawson doesn't know her at all he knows that this is what he's actually saying yeah how could he make that judgment about her I
1: don't know. Um, And then Eve kind of breaks and was, is like breaks this character, like weird facade that she has. And she's like, you know, yeah, I wasn't a student. The yacht that I'm staying in is not mine. But like the photo that you have is of my mother, who I have never met and I am trying to find.
0: Yeah. And it's the only her picture is the only clue I have. Right. And, and so- he like sits on the bed and I'm like, why does he finally believe this is the time for the truth? I don't
1: know. Um, maybe because she like changed her tone a little bit. I, yeah, I mean, that's that's the only thing I can come up with. Yeah, and but then, it's like,
0: of course, her tactic wasn't working. So she's going to shift tactics. <laughs> I mean, like, whatever. It's fine. But yeah. But just like, what is happening? Just circling back to Dawson being like, why would you fall for this? Yeah. Like, why, was would, gonna why say, are you falling for this? I was going to say, yeah,
1: because the hero's got to fall for the femme fatale. Otherwise yeah. she's not a femme fatale. Um so Eve tells Dawson this
0: whole story about like how she found this picture and like she was like her parents rummaging around during Christmas time and yeah, she finds this photo of a woman that looks just like her. Right.
1: And then her parents like backed into a corner, tells her she's adopted. Yeah. And then for a while she didn't care. And then she says this, which I, I am, am <laughs> very I have looking askance at. Um she has Then eventually she had a, quote, estrogen charged urge to seek out the pieces of the puzzle. And I just really don't know why that's estrogen charged. I mean, if we're going off of teen shows, Steve Sanders also went and looked for his birth mother Uh on 90210. Um, So this is not like something that only women do. But there we go.
0: It's very (laughs) weird. Um, Yeah. And and I have a lot about this but i just like i don't know if i believe this to be true this story but anyways whatever and she's like um you know i started looking for my mom and like all i know is that she lived by the water in like new england (laughs) well she's she doesn't she
1: just says this part of the country and then says she's been traveling up and down the eastern seaboard asking questions hoping to get lucky and i'm like Okay, what part of the country? Like, is it New England or is it like the whole East Coast? Like, what are you, what are we
0: talking about here, girl? Like, where are you going? I don't know. And then just what flashing this photo and being like, hey, does this person (laughs) look familiar to you? Yeah.
1: You're just like on the docks in Baltimore,
0: like, hey, what's up, guys? Like, is that, you
1: know? And then you're like, no, okay, I guess I'll go to, you know, Delaware I don't know
0: yeah it's I do super... think Delaware is
1: on a beach which I would like credit for actually knowing yeah they're, they're <laughs> knowing some east coast there. geography yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, and so then she's like then she just starts like heaping praise on Dawson she's like usually I come to town and I play this part mm-hmm. and most people are cool with that but you you like dug a little bit deeper into yeah. me you know and I, I think that's good and And he like
1: kind of gives he like decides that he's going to give her a picture back um Uh and he does and dawson's like you know once you get past the lying and the stealing is using sex as a weapon there's actually like some good stuff in there for you Mm -hmm. um and eve she's like i hope i haven't done anything irredeemable and that like sometimes you'll think of me and smile
0: yeah, and like, I hope I'll end up as a fit, footnote in one of your stories, you know? Yeah. He's like, You're a whole fucking chapter.
1: He's like, The ride in my father's boat will always elicit a giddy grin. I, and I'm I like, was like, I told
0: you. Come on. Yeah, that dude. It's so fucking funny.
1: You're going to tell that story at parties for years. Um, <laughs> And then, like, Eve. You know, she says he'll she'll check the credits for him. And he says, take care. And she kind of slinks out the window with her picture and off into the night. And this is the last we see of Eve, Aaron. I mean, I might I might miss her a little bit. I don't know. I mean, she really (laughs) stirred shit up. And I got to say, like, you know, this the Eve that comes out in this episode is an Eve that I'm like, I kind of wish that's what we had
0: the whole time
1: totally because i think she's kind of interesting in this episode definitely yeah yeah totally um yeah perhaps we'll hear about her one more time yeah
0: (laughs) maybe maybe once Uh, (laughs) um so then we go out to the river yeah and jen's lying in the grass in their spot and jack comes up and um She's still pissed at him, rightfully. Quite rightly. He's like, I was doing, I need to explain to myself, like, I was doing this for you because I wanted you to know that you can have whatever you want. Like, you don't, I'm worried you're like closed off to, Mm -hmm. you know, finding a partner, you know? And I just, I want you to go for it. I want you to know you can, you can go for it.
1: And that, like, you deserve something nice, like, that you deserve, like, there are things out there for you that are there for the taking, and like you deserve those things. Yeah. And she's like, You don't get it, Jack. Like, this yeah. was our place.
0: Yeah. Like, yours
1: and mine. And like, you sent him here. Like, doesn't that mean something to you
0: that this was our place? Yeah. And, and, and she's just kind of like, I don't want that. Like, I, I want to have someone in my life that has is straight up and has no ulterior motives. I just wanted someone who is my friend to be my friend and isn't trying to fuck me.
1: Right. Cause Jack says like, don't you want something more than like you and me? And she's basically like, no, (laughs) I don't like from you and me. I want what we have. And I think what we have is really good. And she's she tells Jack, she says this great thing where she's like, I've had lovers and I've had boyfriends, but I've never had a boy who is first and last a friend mm-hmm. and who isn't trying to get in my pants or wouldn't walk away from me the second I said I didn't want to sleep with him. You know, yeah. someone who liked me for me. And then she makes this joke that like, unless Jack's recently decided to be a bisexual.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> and Jack's kind
0: of like, you know... I don't like and because then Jen's like okay and also project much <laughs> like yeah yeah exactly <laughs> like what you're saying Jack is like what you want right you want to feel comfortable being who you are and having what you want and mm-hmm. having a relationship with a dude you know and like and you want to feel like you can have that and I want you to know you can have that right and then Jack's kind of like
1: you know that might be right at some point but like this is not new york like where kids are out of the closet like this is cape side the gay population is me yeah it's one
0: and he he just doesn't want to be alone but you
1: know it's just hard it's super hard it's super hard and you know jen's like you're just gonna have such a fantastic love life and when it happens it's gonna be awesome and terrifying and it's gonna change your whole life And Jen says, you know, you have to have faith that sometimes things happen when they're least expected. And of course, right then, (laughs) the sprinklers go off. (laughs) So cute. And they just kind of then sit there like they don't run away or anything. They just kind of sit and they're like, oh, okay." That's why I was
0: like, is this their spot? Like, this is what they do. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I I just think about
1: it. It's one of my favorite scenes between them particularly so far this season like I love yeah. it so much I yeah. think it would be so easy to make Jack into some idiot guy in this scene mm-hmm. but like then when he like comes and apologizes to her the nuance with which he talks about like why he set Jen up yeah, yeah yeah, and then like is like so you you like you get it you kind of are like yeah okay I get where you're coming from right even though it was not okay and it was wrong like I get where your head was at, you know? And then, like, the tenderness with which Jen responds to him mm-hmm. is so, it's like, it kind of made me tear up almost towards the end. Right. Like, I was like, I mean, i that scene has never once made me emotional, but I was kind of like, oh, my God, these two. Like, it's just like the first really deep scene between the two of them in season three. And I don't know that we've seen their relationship at this, like, deep of a place before. Like, right. they were getting to know each other at the end of last season, but, like, we haven't seen this before. And, and their story in this episode is just such a, like, a well, gr- I mean,
0: it's just such an adult. Like, I'm going to apologize. I want to talk to you about this, yeah. like where I was coming from. Like, yeah. I admit that, like, so, like I just think when we're young, we're like, oh well, what I want is what everyone wants, <laughs> you yeah. know, and so you proceed that way, and then you yeah. you find out like, oh okay, people want different ass shit, you know, yeah. and like yeah. that's okay, you know.
1: I guess uh, I don't know why anyone like no one wants what exactly what I want <laughs> all the time. Obviously, I'm right. <laughs> I mean, come on, y'all. No, I know. I I, I agree with you. I think like. I think there's a way in which their friendship right now is so much the most sophisticated friendship. Like, yeah. The most adult friendship, the most
0: like deep. Just the most authentic, deep. Like yeah. real, like real friendship yeah. at this point, you know. I well, mean. and the,
1: real in that, like, and we've made this complaint before. we like, a lot of times we don't see the the deep Joey Dawson stuff. Yeah, you know, we hear that it has happened at some point, but like, we're not really there to exactly. witness it. Yeah. And with this, like, they really, we really get to see Jack and John like work through something. And like, oh my god, to work through a fight like this. As a teenager in that, like, sophisticated of a way, like, that's not that's no small feat.
0: Yeah. 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 You know. Yeah. No, it's really cute. They're so cute. They I mean, they're,
1: <laughs> they're great. They're great. They're yeah. a great friend duo. Um, So we go back to the docks where Joey is working and like, I just really cannot get a grip on what exactly Joey's job is because she pumps gas but then she's also like right now seems to be unloading
0: like crab traps off a boat and she was like cleaning uh, <laughs> sanding a boat earlier cleaning a boat yeah like way earlier it,
1: it, it can't i can't
0: fully get a grasp on it yeah i'm not besides really sure the point but either mm-hmm. yeah and, and so Andy we get comes. the other McPhee apology. <laughs> and Andy comes to find Joey. And, you know, jo- Joey's like, Rob's not here.
1: He, she does not say Rob. She calls him stud puppy. <laughs> she because she's immediately kind of a dick. And I think probably she's like a little mad that Andy didn't listen to her. Yeah. Which I could get. Um, and she's like, you must have kept him out pretty late last night. Yeah. And Andy tells her that, like,
0: nothing happened. She's like, Rob was a total gentleman. He walked me home, you know, and, like, you know, it's hard because <laughs> I believe Andy. I,
1: I believe her, too. Um, And my thing was more like, I believe Andy is right, but it's very hard for me to s- – if you came to me, if I was dating yeah, someone I mean, and you came totally to me agree. and told me that they were a creep, I would stop dating them.
0: I completely agree. I mean, I totally agree with you. I mean, I just like, believe in sisterhood and feminism more. I mean, I also think we need to normalize like if like that in general, like if, if, a, if you hear from anyone, like I don't fuck with that guy, then I, I wouldn't fuck with that guy.
1: Yeah, totally. And I, and I feel like I think that's so to me, I would take that so seriously mm-hmm. that it's like a little bit hard for me to understand where Andy is coming from. But also, I do believe her that Rob was probably a gentleman totally. and was like not a creep. But also, like I, said, but- I
0: think what it comes from, like I said, what it comes from. And I, this isn't to like be mean on Joey, because I think we should just believe women. But Joey hates everyone.
1: Okay, I, I hear you. And I think I don't think that you're wrong, but also what I think is that where class comes into this, mm. Andy, if Andy goes to her dad and tells her dad Rob Logan's son was a total dick to me, mm-hmm. that has a different ramification than if Joey, poor girl down the creek, who's gotta have this job because her sister who had a kid
0: mm-hmm.
1: out of wedlock, you know, um you know, and they burn down their fucking restaurant yeah. because the dad's a drug dealer. If Joey says this guy's a total creep to me, it's like, mm, really? Like, it's like, it's it, because well, of her it's like, class yeah, station.
0: That's it's, the way it is. Yeah. Right.
1: It's easy to brush off. And mm-hmm. so I also think I like I said, I think that you're right, but I also think there are other things at work within mm-hmm. this, like these power dynamics mm-hmm. <laughs> as we're going to see right now, because Rob comes up
0: at this exact yeah. moment. And he asks Joey, like, huh, were you working last night? Yeah. And Joey's like, yeah. Um, and Rob's like, huh, because, like, don't we close at 8 p.m.? hmm And Joey's like, yeah, but no one ever comes that late. And you know that. Like, you, no one ever you comes. You know we have no business after 7. Yeah. And Rob's like, um, I mean, I don't care. Someone that works for me doesn't get to close the business early. Right. So you're fired. Yep. And Andy's like, wait, 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 wait. There's like an explanation for this.
1: Yeah. Like I props to Andy who immediately tries to save Joey. She's yeah, like, yeah. you know, and she's like, no, this is just a misunderstanding. And like Joey kind of is like, you know what, Andy, don't bother. <laughs> like, yeah, and, I- and, and Joey, I'm going to give Joey credit because she goes to she's like, don't bother. And then walks away quietly until Rob yells after her. It was nice working with you. And then Joey spins the fuck around, comes (laughs) back and starts yelling at him, which is totally deserved.
0: Yeah. She's like, dog, when you cross the next boundary that your dad can't cover you for, don't call me as a character witness. You can fucking rot in hell.
1: Yeah. She tells him to rot in hell. It's amazing. It's amazing. Good.
0: Yeah. like, fuck you. And Andy's, like, uncomfortable, but she doesn't go with Joey. Right. Yeah. So, um,
1: yeah, that's the end of Joey's job at the docks. I'm going to miss that shirt. Man, I'm going to (laughs) miss that shirt so much. I want it. So then we go to Graham's, and she opens the door to Dawson, who has an air conditioner, and she says the most underrated line of possibly this whole show. She goes, beware of heretics carrying air conditioners. <laughs>
0: amazing, amazing, great job, everyone involved. Um, I, just, I don't understand. Like they're all rich, so like why don't they have central air? Is that like not common in in New England in um, the Cape? I mean, email I email mean, us at gmail.com. <laughs> Please email us because we have no idea. I don't understand. Like, no, no s- central air? What? Okay. Um, so okay. I mean, like, people that live at the beach don't have central air commonly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, you have
1: the ocean breeze, where so I grew like, up, there's no central, no one has yeah, central air. yeah.
0: Like, everyone I knew in Southern California had it, except for like my grandmas that lived at the beach.
1: Although, I feel like, I mean, this house that I'm in right now is about a hundred years old and it had to be put in when Jen moved right. in, um, and
0: then like, sure, 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 sure. yeah, yeah. And but then, these people are rich no I, I'm I'm hearing you okay, sure. I mean I definitely know they exist but I, it just is weird like Dawson is what are you rich, saying so why about this about air? south central Los Angeles <laughs> well I mean my house is not have central air I mean I know, you know I'm that's a, I think a hundred year old home sure yeah I but, like I was kidding <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but it's super weird yeah but anyways also um, also
1: I mean I will say in LA's defense LA used to be cooler you know than exactly And so there were houses like there are some houses that don't have central air um, because it used to be cooler and you used to be able to just open windows and doors and be fine.
0: Right. And where I live in Echo Park, it's Victorian. So they had the lake where you would go down and have your dinner there. And it's like cooler down there. That's a traditional like Victorian neighborhoods, you know.
1: Yeah, totally. Dawson says that Mitch, you know, asked him to bring the air conditioner over and ex- they have an extra one. Also, man, Dawson's carrying that. Those things are so fucking heavy. I know. Oh, my and, God. And
0: it's like all cumbersome. I tried to
1: carry one once, like from one part of an off my office to the other. And I, thought, I was like, man, I'm going to throw my back out. Yeah. Like This is-
0: <laughs> wow so um he, and he, he brings it to grams room. room so mm-hmm. it's it definitely like a room he's never been in before uh-huh, you know uh-huh. which is why he's never noticed this, this photo, photo on the bedside table and he's like oh grams like who is that grams is like oh that's a drawing by a preschool kid oh yeah <laughs>
1: And Well, because she the so first, it's like a drawing of Jesus by a preschool kid, and then he points to this other photo, and we see the photo, and it's yeah. the same woman that was on the photo that Eve had. Yeah. And Graham says that that's her daughter, Helen.
0: Um, And, and Dawson's and like... Jen's mom? Yeah, and Graham
1: says, I He's only like, have one daughter, have one Dawson daughter. Leary. <laughs> and then we fade to black. She that's says, it. I only have one daughter, Dawson Leary, and we fade to black. So... If you haven't done that math,
0: Eve, Eve. is Jen's
1: half sister.
0: Yeah, and all sh- of the they don't know Ryan about. kids daughters are s- sex sluts. <laughs> <laughs>
1: have been sexualized young and Jen's mom gave a, mo- a girl up for adoption before she had, had Jen. Done. Yeah, I had mm. the real trauma of who knows what. But, mm. yeah. yeah. So yeah. So who are you rooting for? I am rooting for Jack and Jen. Yeah. Uh, I mean so good. I'm also rooting for um Joey and Andy but in yeah. different ways. Like I think what Same. Joey did was really brave. I think I think we I mean you and I complain about this all the time that we wish that Joey would like be there for Jen.
0: Or um, Andy, like, you know, it's like, fine, if you can't be friends with Jen, they, she was kind of building a friendship with Andy yeah. last season a little bit. They ran together for the election. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they they have a lot in common. Yeah. So you're like, OK, so you can kind of see her like standing up for Andy in this way that we've never seen her do to another woman, you mm-hmm. know, behave towards another woman. Um, And like I'm rooting for Andy. A lot because like I don't like the storytelling they're giving her and like it's so hard because they make you fall in love with her season two Mm -hmm. and then they like kind of are giving her these really horrendous storylines. And it's hard because again, I think she had an incident happen to her sexually at the clinic and the ways in which she's handling that, you know,
1: I mean, I think, too, like the way in which and Gina sort of said this in our interview with her was like basically like they didn't they kind of didn't they kind of lost sight of what to do with Andy. And I feel like you do really feel that like you feel that they don't know what to do with her. And, you know, I think in this in 2020, as we are talking more and more about mental health and like Mm -hmm. what people need to maintain their mental health. Um that like I think it's a really easy storyline of like, yeah, hey, what's it like to come back into this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think like I think that's not the story they wanted to tell in season three, but then they didn't have they didn't have anything else for her. They didn't really know what yeah, else to do with her.
0: Because they're pretty committed to making Jack like the gay character. So they like right. kind of have these like tropes that they give each sure. one. So like you know, like, while I don't think someone with, like, a, a mental illness like Andy, like, that's the only thing that defines him. Like, they they could have done that with the storytelling and mm-hmm. med- made the story really cool and dynamic. Like, how does she adjust to coming back into her life? Like, right. how does she adjust to living with her dad? How does she, like, maybe she needs to, like, rebalance her meds from time to time, you know? Sure. How does she have to tell her story to a new person? Sure. You know? I mean, there's so much there. Absolutely and I think
1: like You know this thing with Rob and Joey and Andy I mean I think that's so compelling like Andy Andy like I mean there's a way in which I think they almost get there sometimes with Andy where like you're like okay it's compelling that Andy is like so fiercely wants to get over Pacey that she's kind of ignoring her friend who is warning her about this guy and I feel like that's really human and I like and my thing is like I I do actually get that like we've all been in those positions where you're like no I just don't want to believe this is true And I just like want to do the thing that I want to do. And like, don't tell me that I can't do it. And don't tell me what the problems are. Like, And also
0: like Andy, like she wants to get back to her life before all of this stuff happened. And so she was like, remember when my life was awesome when I had like this amazing boyfriend, you know? So she's trying to like recreate that in a way, you know?
1: Yeah. But then also Joey, I mean... You know, Joey standing up for her and, and Joey, like, I mean, listen, Joey loses her job over this. Yeah. Yeah. As, as the sole breadwinner of her family puts her job on the line to protect her friend and like, let's Mm -hmm. not downplay what a big thing that is. And like. Let's give Joey the props that
0: she deserves yeah. for
1: doing that. I mean, I think that's a really brave thing to do. It's a really scary thing to do.
0: Like I said, you know, Joey I is mean, not mean, and that's a- like the real life consequence of like standing, like even to this day of standing up to a boss yep. that is sexually harassing you, performing illegal sure. behavior against you. Yep. And like that is still like yeah. that happens. It's everywhere today, you know. Absolutely. Which again is why, like I said, like the, it's hard because I feel like this story was totally normalized. You know, it's like yeah, that guy sucks, and he has the complete power to like totally ruin the Potter's lives.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I don't think you're wrong um, at all. You know, I just watched that um, documentary Athlete A, um, which is about one of the gymnasts who was su- uh, was supposed to be should have been on the Olympic team. Um, right. And she had come forward about the team doctor, Larry Nassar. And yeah, yeah. Um, and got did not make the Olympic team because and it's pretty clear I mean obviously yeah it's not documented but it's pretty clear that that's why and Mm -hmm. so she you know she ended up going and on and being a college gymnast at Oklahoma University or OU University Oklahoma yeah who sorry I got to get that right (laughs) I do live with yeah I am living with someone from Oklahoma right now um and so and it's the same thing where she, because she came forward, she lost this opportunity. She should have yeah. gone. She should have gone yeah. to the Olympics. I mean, this is someone yeah. who should have, would, she, have her would have probably meddled
0: whole life
1: and would have probably meddled in the Olympics, and she yeah, did yeah. not get to because she came forward. And I think like okay, you know, these are different circumstances, obviously, and also this is a teen show, but like this is not something that's over. And so I think mm-hmm. I, I I hear you that I don't like I don't. It's like, I guess the question is, what do we want from our art? You know,
0: and yeah. But so I feel like we had such a good story of. I mean, we're gonna see what happens with Rob. Like, we'll see how yeah. this plays out. But like, you know, like Miss What's his name? The the guy who Pacey spits in his face. The teacher. Oh yeah, yeah, Mister. Mister um, Mr. Peterson. Peterson. Yeah. We get a resolution with that that feels really satisfying. You mm-hmm. know, we're like. Pacey goes to the school board like it it shows how like there is a fix in society for this while like I don't know Mm -hmm. if that's necessarily like 100% true and like blah 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 like nothing's nothing's all good you know (laughs) in society yeah yeah sure is not we get a a a way in which we're like "Eh, everything's not fucked up (laughs) like you know (laughs) there is a check and balance to this you know and like i we haven't seen that with this sexual harassment in the workplace storyline.
1: Yeah, I hear you. I mean, I hear you, you know, and we're watching Dawson's Creek and not like The Wire. So it doesn't have right. to be hyper-realistic and and perhaps right, right, right. Totally. and perhaps
0: we can Which, have. I mean, is it realistic that Pacey like went to the school board and they fired that guy? You I know? mean, they like, didn't fire him, he quit. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, you know, Also, is it realistic that, you know, do I mean, yesterday, last week, I'm sorry, not yesterday. Last week, we were talking about Jack and like the portrayal of like, you know, why, why should we it be such a big deal that there's a gay kid on the football team? And it's like, the truth is, is that, of course, it's a big deal, because Out gay people don't get to be in sports a lot of times, yeah. but also it fucking shouldn't be because there are much bigger problems than whether or not someone who's gay decides to be on a football team.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like,
1: yeah. And and it's the same kind of thing, right? I I, I like I feel yeah. you as it's like I get it. I you know, I the aspirational like hey maybe we could tear
0: this all down someday mm-hmm. isn't there but it is yeah, a pretty realistic I what i mean is like sure. like you said your mom worked in hr my parents are um you know knew a lot about the labor law and 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 passed it on to me and my mm-hmm. brother so media can be a tool to tell people those laws sure
1: sure you and know this, and this doesn't do that yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I have a lot of... Feelings on this storyline. <laughs> oh, I mean, <laughs> stay tuned for next week, listeners. Exactly. <laughs> when we shall get yeah. even deeper. Yeah. And for our listener corner, I'm sorry, I totally forgot because I also pulled a bunch of um, questions for our interview with Gina Fattori. Yeah. So I want to use this time to remind y'all that we have that um, episode up uh, in conversation with her. And mm-hmm. she had an amazing memory and like had so many stories. I'm about Amazing. what it was like to film the show and like behind the scenes and yeah. stuff like that and it was really really fun and um I know y'all will enjoy it and um she did say if she has the time she would come back and the show so yeah
1: and l- talk to us about castaways in season six um yeah and season so, five like the college years and castaways and all the stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. towards so the end so would be
0: really cool so fingers crossed Fingers crossed that happened. So yeah. yeah, keep in mind if you have any other questions or the ones that we weren't able to get to um, in that interview. So yeah. thank you for listening. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Dawson's Critique. You can email us, Dawson's Critique at gmail.com. Uh, we want to shout out our boy, Kilya, for making our theme song. You can find him on Instagram at Go Freaking Crazy. You can follow my Finsta at Aaron.Hensley.
1: Please like a subscribe, write a review wherever it is you get your podcasts. We'd like to thank those of you who have already done that. It, it helps us immensely when you do. Uh, as always, we'd like to thank Andrew Bush, who we cannot wait to see again, my lord. Um, and uh, and um, you can follow me on social media at Pesty 1079. Rare Bird Lit uh, can be found on our website at rarebirdlit.com or on social media at rarebirdlit. This has been a Rare Bird production.